0: Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news by people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon
1: the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime.
0: We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find anchor persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No, but will you be informed? Also, no. Anchor persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe
2: today.
1: Yeah, yeah Moving out was a different story. Uh, it's more my game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tim Hansen Moving Company. Yeah, is that the truck you rented? Was just your two shoulders? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got one truck here and one truck here.
3: <laughs> you're not. You're not even driving down. You're gonna just run down. Yeah. No. That, I'm gonna that, shot put that it. long
1: fucking tunnel to North
0: Carolina. Take my computer, just shot put it all the way to North Carolina.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like a uh, Forrest Gump. Everybody starts following you like you're going on some big trucks. Like yeah. I'm. Ju- I just got a new job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going home, I everyone. Ju- I just went
0: for a run. What yeah. the fuck?
1: Yeah. I I just kept on running. Welcome to Rosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And across from me, for the last time, it's Mr. Tim Anson. Oh, shit, sorry.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That song is supposed to be for after you leave. <laughs> Oh my god! You set that up so well. Uh, how's everyone doing? doing good. Yeah,
3: doing all right. Doing all right.
1: Sorry, I need to stop laughing. We, we, Give me a minute.
3: We literally brought the funnies right there, dude. Just, so. It's it's
1: all about the funnies, man. This is just sometimes <laughs> cool in the gang is what you need to get the comedy the comedy juices flowing. Uh, but this is genuinely, this is the last session uh, that we are recording, last episode that we are recording before Tim makes his big move down to uh, to North Carolina. He'll still be on the show, uh, joining us from a recorded line, as he was uh, for for many of the sessions even before COVID. Uh, so just have to rig up the old laptop and get you back in here and get you to guess some cereals remotely this time. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Let's get on with the funnies. Show? No. It's all about the funnies. No. This is a fun, f- funny show, comedy show. Yeah, get, 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 no, Dead jokes. Serious. Do some joke. Oh, Dead Serious? Okay. No, we're
3: doing a serious cast this time. Got it. Okay. <clears throat>
1: uh, the Korean War. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Never mind. Welcome to the Brose podcast. Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Uh, once again, the premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of rosé. If you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, uh, you want, you're going to have to, I demand of you, that you email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. B-R-O-S-E and then the word questions at gmail.com. Uh, if you send them there, uh, our, our question compiler, Mary O'Brien, will will take a look at them, make sure they, they, they pass the smell test. As it were, uh, you know, make sure it's of high quality, the high quality that we require of our questions here on the Rose podcast, and then it'll get on the show. But first, we got to discuss what we're drinking. And Tim, I'd like to start with you. Uh, so end of last episode
0: or somewhere in there, I had switched over to 19 Crimes Cali Rosé mm-hmm. with Snoop Dogg's interesting mug on the front of it. And it is uh, not great. It's, it's very much not good. Mm-hmm. It's like we we tried to make a
1: rosé, and we, we we fucked it up. That's unfortunate, because I, I had high hopes just on the basis of Snoop's involvement that this was going right. to be a pretty good <laughs> rosé.
0: Like, the label is nice.
1: That's a fire alarm. Oh, boy. Well, the house is burning down. So uh, let's go find out what that is real quick, and we'll be right back.
4: A few moments later.
1: All right, we're now coming to you live uh, outside, uh, <laughs> now that our, our house has finished uh, burning to a crisp, down to the ashes, uh, and we have no home left. So we're now outside in the wilderness as as uh, as we now ponder. My wife and I ponder our future as the home is now burned down. <laughs> so.
0: Why is my mic so far away?
1: Tim, I told you, you don't have to be in the third branch of that tree to record this podcast. You could be down here. That's yeah, less fun. There you go. Social distancing uh, though, right guys? Yeah, social distancing outside. Uh, so we were talking about how great Tim's wine was, I think. Uh, did you have any other points that you wanted to make about uh, your Snoop Rosé?
0: Snoop Dogg, great branding on this rosé, but your rosé sucks. Sorry, bro. But my uh, my my Moe and Shandon Imperial Rosé mimosa that I made myself is delicious. Nice. Sean, what are you drinking?
4: I'm drinking... What were you drinking? I was drinking M.A. Roque Ro- Ro- Sant. Mm-hmm. Uh and it is still fine. It got a little bit warm, so it was it's not as good as it was when it was chilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's a pretty above Braver rose. Okay. Strong. hmm Rich, what about you?
3: I am drinking the last of the um variety pack of Down East Unfiltered Cider. This one is Down East White.
1: This is birthday
3: for my birthday. Come on um down. It's like an apple cider, a hard cider with orange and coriander. A little too much coriander, but it's fine.
1: Okay. How's it compared to the other two that you had overall?
3: I prefer the other two over this one. Okay. I usually like white white beers, but this is just, it's a little too much of that taste.
1: I am drinking Hesketh uh, Wild Heart Rose from the Limestone Coast. It is a light, crisp beer uh beer uh rosé uh it's 12 and a half alcohol bro volume uh fresh crisp cool climate dry rosé uh it is a little dry it's definitely on the lighter side of rosés uh that I've had which is interesting because the rosés typically are a little bit lighter as far as the wine goes anyway um uh, but it's a I would say this it is a very good cheap rosé this is like a 9 dollar bottle of rosé uh it is is pretty high quality great value rosé I would say especially if you're looking for something to sip on the deck Uh, Something to enjoy a a warm spring or summer evening with. Hard to go wrong with uh, Hisketh, uh, Wild at Heart Rosé. Now, Sean, you have our final uh, list of questions. I do, indeed. Um, And and again, broséquestions at gmail.com if you want to send those to us to answer on the air. But what's first?
4: Our first question from editor of the show, Tess Riley. Hmm. Which celebrity couple is the most bizarre to you? Like, which couple can you just not wrap your head around? I only know a few. I'm going to go with uh, Kat Dennings and Andrew WK.
1: That's a great. <laughs> They're a couple. They're a they are. Cu- they are a couple. They just got engaged. Wow. Yeah.
4: It's been and, all over
1: AWK's Twitter.
4: Because Andrew WK is just this, from from my perspective, just this kind of force of chaos. Mm-hmm. and And Kat Dennings is not. I also um, think
1: Kat Dennings, and this may just be the characters that she plays, seems like a lot more cynical than he is. Mm-hmm. Like that—that that seems like a, a clash of personalities, and like not the like opposite to track kind of way. But maybe, maybe so. Yeah. Since they're
4: they're good, they're engaged.
1: Yeah, they made it happen. That's a that's a great one. Uh,
4: I but I, but I would to to kind of like put an asterisk on that is that I don't know that anyone with Andrew WK makes sense to me. <laughs> not that Andrew <laughs> WK doesn't deserve mm-hmm. love, but that it's just like any any combination of him with another person right it just seems crazy to me
1: Yeah, and i'm trying to think pink maybe with awk i don't know that there's there isn't a good that seems more in line it's, it's closer but it's still not quite right yeah tim what about you celebrity couple that doesn't make any sense i mean i didn't have
0: one until sean opened his mouth yeah. <laughs> and that's primarily out of jealousy so uh yeah no i i don't know that's also one of those kind of questions that's like, let celebrities live their lives outside mm. of the content that you consume right. and enjoy. So honestly, I don't care who's married to Ryan Reynolds or who's with uh, 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 Brendan Urie or Kat Dennings, although I absolutely care who's with Kat Dennings mm-hmm. or Olivia Wilde or like, I, I, I don't care. You only care who's I with
1: Ryan Reynolds because it's somebody who's keeping you from Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda.
0: But also, I have a huge crush on Kat Dennings because, like, duh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So that blew my mind. But Mm -hmm. also, everyone deserves to be happy. And if we're not part of the relationship, who are we to say that's weird? Mm -hmm. True. If it's happiness for both of them, I wish them the best for
1: all of those relationships. Rich, weird celebrity couple.
3: I was always confused with... They're not together anymore, but I was always confused with Avril Lavigne and Chad Kroger, how do you go mm. from Derek Webley <laughs> to Chad Kroger? Come on now, mm. it's I, just it doesn't make might, sense. To that me. was a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were together and I think married for a few years.
1: Uh, they were. Yes. What the fuck?
4: I guess when you're just like a Canadian power musician, mm-hmm. it's just yeah, you just you just find another one. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, just just move on to the next one. Um, yeah. I think I couldn't think of one, and then I thought of one that was not really a. a they're not a couple, but they had apparently a, a fiery romance that I was uh, made aware of a couple of years ago. Uh, it was actress Laura Dern uh, from from several Jurassic Park movies uh, and, and several other films. And former NBA point guard Baron Davis uh, <laughs> has apparently had a brief but fiery relationship a few years ago that made it onto – There's a specific NBA podcast. There's a The Ringer did an NBA podcast feed in one of the episodes – uh, was just uh, one of the shows that they did on that feed was just like more of the like celebrity side of the NBA, and it was for weeks. It was just them marveling at Laura Dern and Anthony and, and Baron Davis. They're just like, look, man, Laura Dern should just be happy if it's Baron Davis. Baron Davis, go for it. Like, <laughs> guy has been in the NBA for like six years. Sure, whatever. Have fun, Laura Dern. Um, that was <laughs> that was that's the only one I can think of. Was like, what the fuck? Okay, sure. But again, it was like if you if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. Sure, mm-hmm. but. That's all I got. Any other celebrity couples? Weird ones?
3: Mila Jovovich and any Capcom movie? Oh, that's not a couple. That's just movie choice that they make. Mm. It, <laughs> she, she was. Is this uh, a the, hate
0: on Resident Evil and also mm. Monster Hunter? Yeah. Mm.
3: The, and her husband actually is the director of the Resident Evil movies and the Monster Hunter movies. So it's just... Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Mm. Uh. Uh, that, was yeah. just making the... that joke went way over my head and into the tree that Tim was in like 20 yeah, minutes yeah, ago.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we climbed him down because that joke went so far that it broke the
1: tree. Yeah, we had to get a cherry picker. My neighbor across the street, let's borrow the cherry picker to get Tim out.
0: I jumped Beep. down,
1: guys. Beep. Beep. Are you, you did still a, here? You did a nice super <laughs> No, I leg. broke
0: my legs and died when I jumped down. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> <At laughs> you least... and Rich both dead.
1: Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Tim. Yeah, Tim questions. Uh... <laughs> Sean, what's our next uh, question?
4: Our next question. What's one story about your childhood that expl- that best explains the person you are today? sort of
1: my childhood <clears> that explains who I am today. I don't know if there's a, as a single one. Is anything coming to mind for you guys?
3: I, I don't know what age I was turning, but it was around my birthday. Hmm. And obviously, my birthday is in August. Summer birthdays. We weren't in school. And my brother came to me it was like, why do we always get to do fun stuff for your birthday, like go to Six Flags and stuff, or my birthday, which is in April, I have to go to school and whatever. I'm like, I guess I have to please everyone now, <laughs> ever since then.
1: Th- that was, that story made you please everybody? <laughs> it, 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 it. Or played into it.
3: I, it. It really very much played into the don't make everything about me kind of mentality that I am and even on my day it's everybody else's day type of stuff and Mm. just i've been thinking a lot about my past and my childhood and how like maybe some of my family weren't the greatest to me Mm. (laughs) family and friends not just family
2: Mm -hmm.
1: it's gonna be a bummer when i my story is like i watched sean kemp dunk a basketball and that's when i (laughs) loved sports (laughs) (laughs) it's donuts all over again uh (sighs) boy
4: Hmm. This is a hard one. Yeah. Because it's I'm trying to think of one story about my childhood. Encapsulates
1: who I am as a person or like influenced who I am today. I don't know.
4: That ex- I... explains who you are. Mm. Did I ever tell the story about the fight I got in on this podcast? You've Which alluded one? to it, but Which I don't know. One? <laughs> the one? We've had at least one. Yeah, so I, I got in a fight with a bunch of kids... Because they were picking on my friend, uh, who was very small at the time. Yes, I love this story. Yeah, and so I, so I've, so I've told the story before. It, long story short, they were picking on my friend, and I got basically jumped by a bunch of kids, who were my age or older, and we fought them, and the police came and whatever. But I think it's a good example of who I am. It kind of explains who I am today because that kind of putting myself out there for my friend. Is is something that I would do, to this day. Like even, to the detriment of my physical health. Mm. Like I know, I know I would still do that for any one of my friends. Right. Like make that dumb decision. It was like it was a stupid decision to get into a fight with a, a lot of kids. Mm. But uh, the I think, I don't know. Like, it doesn't explain who I am today, but it's it's a kind of a, a glimpse into it. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well he's yeah. very committed to his friends. Spoil. Yeah, a
1: loyal dude. Mm-hmm. A loyal dude. <laughs> Yo, I backs my guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim, anything coming to mind? Because I'm still struggling.
0: <laughs> I don't have one that necessarily speaks to entirely who I am as a person, so much as kind of my relationship with my mother,
4: necessarily, or how I mm-hmm. approach
0: some things, which I'm not worried about because she hasn't listened to this show ever. <laughs>
4: I found out my, my my family listened to this show and my aunt thinks that I think she's racist. And Ooh. I and that's not like it's one of those things that's not untrue, but like not to it doesn't mean I not, write her off write, I don't write her off yeah. as a person mm-hmm. because of the views that she has. But mm-hmm.
0: it is something that is part of mm-hmm. her personality. Yeah. yeah. Um so the story that I, I think of is my sister had gotten married when I was like nine, maybe. Uh, married one of our neighbors. They moved off to Limerick, had a great house, and blah, blah, blah. And then essentially when that happened, I didn't see my sister for a really long time. And, like, my mom would not let me talk to her. Hmm. And I had no idea why. And I didn't, I still don't really know why, even though I've asked. But essentially there was a, and, like, I, I couldn't ask. I wasn't allowed. Hmm. Because then it was just, like, I'm being disrespectful and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, this is horseshit. I don't give a fuck what your problem with. And, and like at some point my mom was driving me somewhere and I just broke down in the back of the car because every conversation that we were trying to have somehow looped back to my sister or her husband, uh, rip, by the way, Mm. uh, Chris, missy, bud. Mm. Um, and like, I, it was just, The entire situation was horseshit. And I was like, I don't understand what bullshit you came up with that you decided that me, like, I'm not allowed to talk to my sister because you have a problem. That's your fucking problem. You fucking deal with it. I'm going to talk with my sister. And that continues to kind of be a theme that um, my mom continues to try and, like, pit the siblings against each other for no fucking reason. Primarily the the two of us that actually still talk to each other because we've essentially written the other two off as lost causes because as adults, they refuse to atone for their... Not atone. Um, take accountability for their own reaction, or their own life choices and how those affect their lives. And it's just your your life is not everyone else's fault. Own that. Deal with it. That's it. Mm-hmm. So essentially, as far as I'm concerned, I only have one brother. But uh, my mom still continues to try and like pit me against him. Mm. And it's like, you, you realize that I'm here for a lot of those conversations. And some of the things that you talk, I know, are 100% fabricated. And you're making that shit up.
1: It's going to be rough. The rest of Tim's family hears this podcast the way Sean's family has been listening to this <laughs> podcast. Like, yeah. Yeah. The only people who hear it might be my brother. And I'm like, yeah, no, that
0: sucks. Because we've talked about it, right? Uh, so I guess it's just like I, I, your problem, should not necessarily be my problem, and f- family can be very important, but you shouldn't be constantly looking for a reason to divide the family. It's good one. Like your own personal problem is not an entire family's problem, mm. and that's pretty much it. Hmm. Every Any other story is just like, I like the people I like. I don't like the people I don't like. And uh, if you're on the cool list, I got your back, homie. The
1: cool list.
0: That's the easiest way to put it.
1: You're out there being cool. Just like being I doing I've cool had friends I haven't there.
0: talked to in years and like, yo, I need a hand. I'm like, I got you, homie. Yeah, man. Don't even worry about it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Matt. I,
0: I didn't realize this trip. was that kind of phone line. Oh,
1: yeah, sorry. I thought oh. I was calling blockbuster to video to extend my rental, but this is a lot better.
0: Is your car insurance warranty out of
1: warranty? I might, I buy houses with cash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... we're we're
3: on the third floor. It's already hot up here and you're Mm, heating it up even more. Come on now. That's
0: mostly Sean simply for existing. Let us
1: get the IRS off your back. Uh, (laughs) hmm. I I, I think... um, (laughs) <laughs> I think uh, I haven't come up with a great one. Describe who I am. I can only find ones that like somehow reconcile a few of my interests. So the one I can think of is I was on, we were on, I was on the bus. I was on the high school basketball team. We were on the bus heading to a game and I had my, my CD player and was, I don't remember what, even what I was listening to, but, um, but I had guys on the team who were just like, yo, Kaz, let me, I was curious to see what CDs you have. And it was mostly, you know, like generic, you know, 14-year-old, you know, white guy rock stuff. So it was like, you know, Alien Ant Farm, uh, Event 7-fold, CKY, stuff like that. Uh, but I also had, at that time, both discs, the entire OST of the Sonic Adventure soundtrack. <laughs> uh, and I was in the back, and he was, they were like, what the f- Fuck is this? <laughs> and I was like, look, I, I like it. there's some good songs on there. I'm like trying to, you know, 14 year old, you don't have the mental capacity to just say like, yeah, it's what I like. Uh, like you're still like, oh, sorry, it's, don't even worry about that stuff. It's okay. I like cool stuff. I listen to Freeway and like, <laughs> like so. And there's no way of explaining it. So that was like the, the the clash of like three things. Like I love music. I love like rock music. Uh, love sports because I'm there with the guys I play basketball with. But I also enjoy video games. I like Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I enjoyed Sonic the Hedgehog since I was a kid. So that was like the, a weird confluence of of multiple things that came into effect. But then they also asked, like, so what are you listening to now? And I was like, All right, here you go. And they put on the headphones, and I was, and I had uh, Flipside by Philly Freeway playing on my <laughs> headphones, like. They're like, what? whatever, man. I don't get you. <laughs> and they just uh, left You don't alone. make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Settle down. Relax. So uh, That's the only one I could think of. Every other one is just like a... I don't know. It's, it's mm-hmm. not an explanatory server. I also don't think often about like, okay, what kind of person am I? Like, it's not... I, I don't... Maybe I should do more self-reflecting like that. But there's not one that's like, you know, I'm really more of a... I don't know, like a selectively extroverted person, and here are five. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't also, know
4: I'm not super interested into like getting into the stories I tell my therapist. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that too. <laughs> like, Fair. <laughs> like a lot of those stories are sad, and, yeah, and make me feel bad. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is next, Sean? Our next uh, question is: What's the best prank you've pulled on someone? <laughs> I know the answer to this. And it's because it's ve- my. I don't like to pull pranks because I feel like for the most part mm. they're just mean spirited, mm. and they, they don't end up great. But yeah. when I was in high school, I remember specifically being like, there was this one guy named V, and it was kind of like fuck that dude a little bit. Okay, and it was in a uh, stage crew. I stole his keys. Like he just left them on. The like the bleachers, hmm. so I stole his keys, st- stole his car, drove it to oh, a Wawa that was like three blocks, like it was like half a mile away. Huh. I I say I said three blocks, but because I wanted it to seem like it wasn't that bad, but it was like a decent ways down the road. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had someone follow me, got in the car with them, and put. Did his this keys become back. an interstate crime at some point? <laughs> no. Okay, but the it FBI was, like, was not called in. It was like maybe. A mile or so away. And uh, I left his car there. And that was the prank. What a good prank. I stole his car and moved it. (laughs) What a good misdemeanor prank. (laughs) I I love this story. (laughs) Yeah. Which is like. But
1: like. So what happened? What Did he find out? He found out. out.
4: I I told him. And then I left. I went home. I was like, I told him, I was like, your car's at the Wawa, deuces. (laughs) That's not
0: even a prank at that point. That's just like, I did something shitty to you. Gotcha. (laughs)
4: That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel like, for me, pranks are just doing something shitty to someone and like hoping for the best. But I, that's probably, like, that's the only prank I've ever pulled because I feel bad. I feel bad about that now. Mm. I feel bad that I made that kid walk. Hopefully somebody gave him a ride. Is all I can say is yeah. I hope someone gave him a ride to his car. Mm.
0: I feel like the the difference between like just being shitty to somebody and a prank is literally just waiting for them to find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you he didn't find out that his car was gone. You told him his car yeah. was gone. Well,
4: no, no. We waited till he got. I waited till he got out and found. He was like, oh my. He waited god, till there was a car? warrant. So oh, okay. I waited that's till that's he, he came out and was like, oh my god, where's my car? But then I was like, I need to tell you where your car is so because, you can get. Yeah, it. so you can get it because otherwise. Uh, that I'm just being an asshole. Like, I, yeah. Otherwise, I just stole your car. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah,
3: Sean, just FYI, my entire friendship with you has just been to find that out and the cops are coming to arrest you. <laughs> I yeah. know. God, the, the
1: world's this Got the second and... time
0: he's told this story
1: on the show. <laughs> the world's longest and least consequential mole job. Like, <laughs> yeah. just d- d- A full decade waiting to finally bust Sean for this. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Twice now. We have actual proof.
1: <laughs> uh, Tim, what is the best prank you ever played on someone?
0: Uh, best prank I ever played is very mean spirited. Uh, I was like eight, and I convinced my mom that my sister was pregnant, who was like <laughs> 17 yeah, at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So she was like 17 or 18
4: and i like so funny (laughs) i thought it was hilarious (laughs) like as an eight-year-old that's so funny to be like Like, this will be good because you're
1: only the worst thing that can happen to you as an eight-year-old is you get like told like you get yelled at so it's like well this is just the worst thing that you can get mom and dad yelled at your sister for as
0: far as i remember i don't remember getting yelled at although i absolutely should have no no but like
1: like i'm saying like as an eight-year-old, if you do something bad, like, oh, no, then mom and dad are going to yell at me and punish me. And so you're just like, oh, well, then mom and dad are going to yell at my sister and punish her yeah. for I, getting pregnant. I think I think part of it is I also didn't
0: fully understand what that meant mm-hmm. uh, or, or something along those lines because I started out subtle and I kept mentioning, like, oh, I ever, I ever heard my sister say something about being late oh. uh, and then it evolving into something else. And my sister was also gone all day. Oh. So when she got home, my no, mom way, no starts, way, to defend herself. My mom starts flipping out on her, mm-hmm. essentially in the way that like when you're yelling at someone, it's like you know what you did, mm-hmm. so you're just being yelled at and you have no clue why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it ends because I'm laughing my ass off. Oh boy! And my mom's like, "What?" And I was like, "April Fool's." <laughs> got him. I'm like June Fourth. <laughs> No, I mean... Oh, was it, it on April Fool's? It was April Fool's. Okay, right. And that was the entire reason I even did it. I was like, I want to come up with something funny. <laughs> this will be funny. And I'm sure it was 100% traumatizing for my sister.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, it was funny. Did you... So, th- th- were there repercussions for you after this? Not that I remember. Okay. Huh? Good prank! <laughs> got him. <laughs> Strong prank. Uh, Rich, you ever pranked anyone?
3: Uh not really I, I i saran wrapped my brother's house when he bought it the uh, house which pretty much just means i got about three rows of the same, like three layers on the same row mm-hmm. around the house and then um his front porch was like it's just like the doorway but like it has uh 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 like metal uh railings on both sides mm-hmm. And the bars, and I saran wrapped around that, and then around each bar all the way across each way. And I was getting him back for saran wrapping my car. He likes to play the pranks on me. Mm. Uh, so every April 1st, he'll play pranks on me. Uh, one year, he, uh which is stupid, and I hate it because it was a waste of bananas. He. Un- <laughs> the way all good stories uh, start. Great way to start. He unpeeled a bunch of bananas halfway. Broke them off and put them all over my front stoop so that, like, if I were to step down, I'd slip and fall. Oh. Um, mm. There was one time he tried, he snuck into my room while I was sleeping. He wasn't living in my parents' house anymore. <laughs> I was. He snuck into my room while I was sleeping and put jello containers with an alarm clock in them, multiple, and had them set to go mm. off like five minutes from each other, <laughs> but they didn't go off. Oh, okay. um, so you just had jello on your so face. i just had jello on 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 in in containers on my floor <laughs> and what uh what else did he do i think those Oh, one the one year he filled my room with uh balloons
4: um <laughs> but yeah. that's like i that's an okay prank to me yeah like that's it's like, innocent yeah it's like what you'll be like oh no all these balloons and then you've pop all the balloons i was mm-hmm. cleaning up balloon waste until i moved out four years later because mm-hmm.
3: of how many balloons were in there mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. i mean that does suck but it's yeah. but it's not the yeah. it's not like i, I think that's like it's it doesn't seem like there's an ethical line
1: being crossed yeah. Yeah.
3: I, besides all the wasted
4: it's bananas very the annoying bananas yeah. uh besides
3: that <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah i mean yeah like if you drill down on it it's like yeah well the, all the pop balloons geez, i think of all the waste that is and the garbage and all yeah. that rubber is going to it's going right to a landfill Exactly. That's it global warming caused by that prank most likely yeah I I have not I'm not a prank guy either. I think the only one I might even be making this up but I have in my mind that when I wrote for the college paper we were switching to a new like format for uploading our stories to the website. And I think at one point, like I uploaded the first story and I like the, the editor in chief had to check it before, you know, just to make sure everything went up. All right. And I think I put like a fake story. I think, I think I put like, we, we did a, like an April Fool's article every year called the Duquesne dupe uh and it was just you know like funny stories cracking jokes and everything like that and i think i put a dupe story up instead of my normal story and it was like look look it works jess <laughs> and it was, it was something it was like you know like president of university steps down to become like you know like a you know, juggler in the circus or something like i again i might be making this up but i think i did that and that was that's the only prank i'm not a prank guy like i not not creative enough and also i give it away too easily because i'm like oh they're gonna be mad i don't want people i don't
0: want people to be mad so i'm not going to do the prank would dumping ice water on somebody while they're in the shower count is a prank yeah, yeah. yes yeah. Right, i've definitely done that multiple times mm-hmm. and then uh another one was less of a prank and more of a um we did an air quotes scavenger hunt at drexel my sophomore year sophomore year mm. no freshman year that's the right building Mm -hmm. Uh, but instead of it being like a scavenger of hunt of like, go find this thing, go take pictures, solve this riddle and take a picture of the solution or anything like that. It was just, we've arbitrarily assigned points to stupid things that you can do, Mm -hmm. which included having sword fights with uh, like those long halogen light bulbs from the elevator. Sword fights? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, playing porn in the middle of your chemistry lecture or any lecture in the middle of the lecture hall. All right. Uh, And it was like you either had to have a picture, a video, or somebody from another team who vouched that, like, was there to witness you doing it. And then there was also stuff like catch a grape from half of the soccer field in your mouth. So, like, some of them were legitimately challenging and some of them were just stupid shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one was, like, shake somebody's hand with peanut butter in your hand and get a stranger to uh, crack an egg on your chest. Okay. Uh, So, went up to one of the floors in my boxers, mm-hmm. knocked on the door, and it was also a co-ed dorm, so I didn't Hell know yeah. if I was knocking on a guy's door or a girl's door. Yeah. Um, guy opens the door, I'm in my boxers, I'm like, hey, can you crack this egg on my chest? What? Hey, <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I'll lay on the ground, you can just spike it, it'll... And spike it! Why? And I'm just trying to win like a $5 bet. Like, just something simple like that. Mm. Spikes it. And then I get up to shake his hand. So that was one of the things, was get a stranger to crack an egg on your chest. And the other one was shake a stranger's hand with peanut butter in your hand. Mm. So I was like, oh, thanks, man, for your help. Shake his hand with peanut butter in my hand. And then I fucking booked it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I don't know who that was, but definitely a thing
3: sorry guy yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry dude my bad
0: college man <laughs> but we, we we got shut down because there was a, a lot of broken glass everywhere because of that light bulb part because
1: you're fighting with halogen <laughs> light bulbs and
0: <laughs> and they literally like started an investigation and started like questioning people and then like we came up with a fake scavenger hunt list to cover our ass oh <laughs> uh and
4: yeah so that was fun <laughs> you Prank. You pranked him uh sean what's next if you could change the ending to any famous movie what which movie would it be and what would your new ending be so i would change the ending to split to not have it be a shared universe with unbreakable so then we wouldn't have yep. to have glass <laughs> yep 100
0: percent. it would have been so much better as just its own standalone thing exactly so that's
4: my that's my answer
1: all the orcs come back at the end of Return of the King. <laughs> they just do another one. It's <laughs> like, so you, you, you missed one. And repopulated. Look,
0: a new army of Uruk-hai and orcs. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't
1: know. Um, Tim, do you have an idea? Uh,
0: the end of the Demon Slayer movie. It's not a famous movie, but I'm I'm a fucking throw it in there anyway.
3: I haven't watched it yet. And I just finished Demon Slayer, but go ahead. Uh,
0: the person that dies doesn't die
3: that's any anime but okay
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to spoil it because mm. it broke my heart mm. <laughs> I don't know I, I don't know any mm. any movie that like the ending sucks a large mm. part of it it's like yeah but it's also the logical ending to this movie mm. so like anything else that would have been quote better also would have made no fucking sense
1: I would cheat a little bit here a, a, a lot I guess uh, I would basically... Redo all of Rise of Skywalker as the conclusion of that new trilogy, uh, because they basically just went, "just kidding" to like everything that happened in uh, the the Last Jedi,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I would I would be like, "nah, nah, nah," uh, change change all that so that everything flows appropriately. Uh, I, I I would I I didn't like Rise of Skywalker, didn't like it decided I don't like it didn't like the way that, that uh JJ Abrams was like all oh, that that stuff that Ryan Johnson did nah, we, we're gonna change a lot of that and you're all palpatines kids now and, uh, <laughs> I, and that's how it goes unfortunately
3: JJ did that because there was so much hate for um
1: this is why you don't let fans write movies though I, exactly <laughs> right. but also you're not necessarily have to have that conversation but like I, I that's I I Sure, JJ Digg, he wants everybody to be happy. He wants the fans to be happy with the movie. And Star Wars at this point is as much a, a putting grist, grist for the mill uh, and keeping people content with what they have. Mm. But like, uh, Ryan Johnson puts him again, not like the most challenging stuff in the second movie in the in the the Last Jedi.
0: But it didn't fucking fit. But it, sorry, but, I'm not even a hardcore Star Wars mm-hmm. fanboy in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But the second movie of that trilogy was garbage. Nah.
1: Disagree. Hard disagree.
0: That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I also I also didn't particularly like the first one. But once I got over my hangovers of the first one and watched the second one, I was like, what? Where did any of this come from? And the third one was like, back to formula. Oh. And welcome to the Star Wars universe. Everything's a fucking formula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like, know. But that don't... was
1: the thing. You had one person who mildly even if it didn't all fit as like a jigsaw piece, mildly challenged the formula. And then it was like, it was like JJ was like, Whoa, hold on. Let's get this thing back on course. Like it just felt very
0: safe because that, I mean, when you have a long start, a long standing genre and a storyline mm-hmm. and you did de- you decide with a story that you didn't start mm-hmm. that in the middle, you're going to introduce a bunch of things that mm-hmm. are not typical. Not only not typically in the universe, but like don't quite make sense mm-hmm. within the storyline itself mm-hmm. and the point of the overall story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah, so that's not even just a like Star
1: Wars fanboy. It's like it didn't fit. I don't know. That's I, it. I don't know. I thought I thought it fit, but again, we disagree on that point. That's fine. And I and I get it. You don't want Antonio Banderas in space. I mean, I that also was thought, your problem with it. I, I also thought Finn as a character was garbage. Oh, uh, that's the thing. They also like benched Finn for the last movie. Good, no. I worst Finn. character in the entire series. Oh, t- the whole the, the well, Star Wars at- series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. I'll they say. They created it. like a twenty-handed droid that handled like nine lightsabers, and somehow like that thing died. Yo, Grievous was a boss, but also not a Jedi. So what do you want? Mm-hmm. Jar Jar Binks exists.
0: <laughs> yeah, he should have been the Phantom Menace, but they let the fans write that out of the story, too. And yet, I oh, stand uh, by that theory. I will stand by that fucking theory every day of the week.
1: Preposterous that you're going to go to bat for Jar Jar as being the one. Like, that, that's the confounding force in Star Wars for you that's okay, but not The there, Last Jedi. There yeah. is
3: a large backing of a fan theory that Jar Jar Binks That's was fine, but it's not consistent story.
1: with Tim's opinion that The Last Jedi didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah have both or have neither disagree yeah, <laughs> okay. whatever uh, t- uh, rich uh, movie the ending that you'd like to change uh, I I'm would, so mad at you <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would I, I'm, I know just because of time I can't get into Star Wars this whole debate just because of time and what time I have to leave because mm-hmm. my parents are slightly or family are kind of inconsiderate but anyway um
0: largely
1: inconsiderate yeah, yeah usually. Uh, like JJ Abrams level inconsiderate <laughs> yeah
3: But, uh, I would say that I would change, and in changing the ending of this is also changing the beginning of the next movie, I would change the ending of Desolation of Smaug to actually have Smaug fucking die in that movie. Because why give me ten minutes of Smaug in in the War of the Three Armies or whatever it is? Why have him in that? Finish the story with Smaug at the end of the Desolation of Smaug and have and tease the war of the i think it's seven armies actually mm. if for the next one mm-hmm. like I, that was i hated the desolation of smog entirely just because of that river town it sucked mm. but like just to have him fly away at the end of it i was like this is the biggest bullshit waste of time in my life uh and and i watched the office every other month like this was the worst thing ever <laughs>
0: That is a very strange sh- juxtaposition. Sh- shoehorned mm-hmm. in the office and in this for no reason. <laughs> because well, the, take the, that the office.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying... That's like, my
0: cold take. Office? Not that great it's fine
1: <laughs> I, I, I genuinely agree with that I was it's just fine just thrown through a loop <laughs> but i'm just, I'm just that, saying that's like, why i'm confused like this, here with yeah. the juxtaposition this
3: three hour this three hour mm-hmm. movie that i've seen once is the biggest waste of my yeah. life when i've seen every episode of every season of the office yeah. multiple times
1: yeah it's like <laughs> they'd be like yeah The so way you're saying is you have me. bad
3: taste no i i thought the hobbit movies were yeah. garbage but the desolation of smog was the worst movie have ending. you read the hobbit i've not read the hobbit
1: well then i am very confused i'll tell you what that new j cole album is the worst thing that's ever come out since van halen 3 all
0: right <laughs> so we have we have some hot takes on uh changing en- movie endings we do
4: but uh mm-hmm. sean what's next movie endings to <laughs> lord of the rings yeah <laughs> <laughs> the tree was back. the man <laughs> Treebeard was my
1: boy Treebeard is the new bearer of the ring
4: um have you ever met a real person with an unfortunate name? And what was it?
1: A real person with an unfortunate name. Hmm. hmm. hmm, 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 hmm. I don't nothing's jumping to mind. Um I have a old coworker who's not an unfortunate name, is a cool name. His last name was Marvel, and everybody just called him Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, which was cool. But I don't know of anybody with an unfortunate name. Except for Vince Guido. Uh, <laughs> just like me come on look at that guy uh i <laughs> thought uh, i can think of yeah i don't know there's plenty of great ones that get public recognition like you know
0: dick pound yeah. and uh my my dad supposedly went to school with somebody whose last name was puse oh yeah mm. yeah except it was spelled as you think it's spelled Oh, okay. and it's like, that's not poussé, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they, they worked an A in when there wasn't an A. And it's like,
0: that's how we pronounce it. It's like, yeah. that's,
1: even if you're trying to go for French, that's not how that's spelled, bro. Yeah. There was a client at my old job that I had a call whose last name was R-A-P-E-R. And I had to be like, ah. Oh. I actually, I, I I like didn't meet like a productivity goal that day. It was, this is like like 9 years ago or something. I, I didn't meet a productivity goal because I spent like 20 minutes trying to figure out the best way to pronounce this person's name when I called him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Mr. I'm I'm looking for Mr. Repair. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Repair. Yes, yes. Anyway, hi. Hi. I'm I'm Matt Raper. Matt Casnell. <laughs> uh and I'm <laughs> Yeah. That was that's but the end not somebody I knew personally. John?
4: Um I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever met anyone with a super unfortunate name. My dad did know somebody named Michael Bichelman. Michael Beichelman. Which, Michael. which Michael is Michael. pretty
2: funny. <laughs> Mike bike. Mike bike. It's Mike. great
4: because
0: we have somebody who we nicknamed Mike on Bike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike on Bike. Why was he called Mike on Bike? Because he rode his bicycle everywhere. Uh, I don't okay. even know what his last name
3: was.
1: Hmm.
0: We just always
3: called him Mike on Bike.
1: <laughs> uh, Rich, any unfortunately named people in your life?
3: No, not none that I know personally. The only thing that comes to mind when I'm thinking of unfortunate names is there was a NASCAR driver named Dick Trickle.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, Dick, a Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle. There's a baseball player named Milton Bradley. Nice. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. What, uh, uh, Coco Crisp? Cocoa, oh, yeah, Coco Crisp. Crisp, the, uh, the outfielder. Uh,
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, Coco Crisp, Milton Bradley. Uh,
0: mm. The only one I've got is my freshman year roommate in college. His name was Matthew Teeter. Mm-hmm and like super awkward guy but Teeter. that's fine not everybody's mm-hmm. super social mm-hmm. but my introduction was, to him was like he got there got to the like sweet style uh, like dorm we had mm-hmm. he got there first and then i showed up he's like hi i'm matt they call me Teets. <laughs> i'm like dude it's freshman yeah. year no one calls you anything yeah yeah <laughs> <you're not> gonna... <laughs> but yeah. we do now yeah, yeah. <laughs> why would you tell people that they we, we call you Teets?
1: yeah <laughs> Of course, you have to work in it. And everything's. That's a pretty big. Uh, this dorm
0: room's pretty big, teats. <laughs> Dude, we used it all the time. Yeah, and like, he had his chance to restart. Yeah, yeah. Start afresh. You
1: can't start. You can't lead with teats Be- as a freshman in <laughs> because college. there
0: was no way we were gonna get to that at any point no. if he had not told us. Yeah.
3: <sighs> uh, that. I, and this kind of goes actually into the next question, but I, uh, I, I was, not that you'd know, not that I would know, (laughs) but, uh, I was, my friends always called me walnuts. And so at one point or another, I just started introducing myself as hi, I'm walnuts just because like, I knew that at some point throughout the night, one of them who, who knew me would call me walnuts and the person who doesn't know me be like why did they call you walnut so i just started introducing myself as walnut it's
0: like is that like martha introducing herself as tits Mm.
1: yes yeah 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 well tits you've got the job (laughs) uh what's our next question sean
4: what nicknames have people called you throughout your life
3: yeah so i've had walnuts or be walnuts or baby walnuts or nantucket nectars or face or captain obvious
4: okay
1: okay captain obvious
3: I just used to oh, when I if this was like pre ten years old. Hmm. I would always say the obvious. Apparently,
0: Rear Admiral obvious. <laughs> <'Cause> my, <laughs> Hold on, not obvious. <laughs> More detail needed. <laughs> my stepdad thought Captain obvious was too boring, so uh, he would always call me Rear Admiral obvious. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Uh, dumbass, derp, Tim, shortstack, munchkin, mm-hmm. midget. Ooh. Um uh, crazy cracker. Uh that's pretty much it. Mm. Dumbass. Mm. Yeah, dumbass is the more the most prevalent <laughs> nickname probably uh, aside from Tim to
4: Timothy, but that that, that doesn't yeah. count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sean. Not Sean Z.
4: Sean's DeVilleps. S.O.B. uh S O B. S O B. Sino Bean. Sino Bean. Uh, But that's it really Because my name's Sean So it's one syllable It's not mm-hmm. hard Yeah <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to sl- to slim that yeah. down
1: So <laughs> yeah. yeah I
0: got one more Little Sweet Chuck Because when I started at CFS My brother had gone there prior to me And graduated the year before And his nickname was Sweet Chuck Sweet
2: mm-hmm. Chuck Which
0: I still don't know the original meaning I just know the made up reason that he gave mm-hmm. us Which was like Yeah I mean like I made like a sweet chuck at a basketball hoop, and I made it. and yeah. <laughs> that's the name, but it was definitely like some form of derision uh, <laughs> nickname. Sweet chuck. So, then, but the, the, when they met me, they're like, "Oh, this is Sweet Chuck's
1: little brother." So then I just became a little Sweet Chuck. The Sweet Chuck is a great like Carlin Globetrotters nickname. Like, there's definitely like a Sweet Chuck playing with like Metal Arc Lemon and all those guys back mm. in the '70s or '60s. Definitely, yeah. for sure. Um, Cas has pretty much been my big one. Uh my last name is Kaznell. Kaz is good shortening thing. My, my dad was called Kaz, I get called Kaz. Uh my brother gets called Lil Kaz, which is but but for people Aww. who don't know I exist, they call him Kaz and it throws me through a complete loop. <laughs> uh because every anytime the two of us have been around, he is Kaz and Little Kaz or mini Kaz, even though my brother is as tall, if not taller, than I am. <laughs> and uh, so Kaz is the big one. Uh, There was one guy with with derision uh, who referred to me as the Duncan Dutchman in uh, basketball camp when I was like 14 or 15 because I bore a striking resemblance to the Duncan Dutchman Rick Smits from the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Was not, uh, again, not an appreciative nickname because the guy did not appreciate Rick Smits' game. (laughs) Uh, but I showed him who's boss I hit one three (laughs) and then I played good defense and had some inside shots and that was that was my game was Eh, rebounding low eh, post any other names am I forgetting one albino oh I forgot about albino. (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah, I get called albino all the time because uh, because I had a rat who was an albino it's because my skin. It's I'm, awesome. I, I'm extremely white, and I do have, uh, according to my optometrist, I do have the recessive gene for albinism. So, uh, uh, yeah. Like, the best part was yeah. I didn't find that out until after people already yeah. started
0: calling you albino. <laughs> yeah,
1: I had this, I had this experience when I was uh, when I was uh, in high school. Went mini golfing, and there was a girl who uh, we went we went mini golfing. and we were in two groups, and uh, I forget if you were there, Tim, or if somebody else was explaining that they called me albino to. Um to this, this girl named Jolie who knew me but didn't know the albino nickname and just Definitely wasn't me from across the mini golf court. It was like Matthew, do they are you really an albino? <laughs> <laughs> just shouting it across the Rossi's mini golf course. I was like, Jolie, shut up. <laughs> this is 17.
3: I, I
0: don't think I know who Jolie is, so I don't think nah, it was me.
1: It might have it might have been uh my buddy Nate. From back in the day but uh that sounds like nate. <laughs> it's a very nate very nate move uh so yeah albino is a big thing. actually I'm gonna tell you guys i got this confirmed so i went to an eye doctor's appointment a couple weeks ago and they did a uh, different kind of eye scope where they like looked through my they did a scope and saw through to like the back of my eye mm-hmm. and they were like yeah see it's this is the albinism thing it's like see all this like pigments that are on a normal thing, it's not there on yours. It's gone. You don't <laughs> have it. All these little lines everybody else has, you don't have <laughs> so, yeah, it. So, you're, uh, you're weird. So it's like, you're not, you're not albino, but like pretty close. You look, at, look at it. Uh, <laughs> like Barack Obama. Anyway, <laughs> you're, uh, I
2: mean, Pretty close.
0: Obama yeah, you're... was checking out your eyes and diagnosing you. Uh, let me be
1: clear. Uh, 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 SPF 50, you're higher. You're... Uh, I'm pretty damn white. Uh, anyway, you need um, you need new lenses. Uh, All right, that's too from much, the albinism. That, albinism. Yeah. That, was, that was way yeah. too much vocal fry, <laughs> and I was getting uncomfortable. These eyes—they are uh, pretty white. Yeah, I talked to talked to Sasha and Malia. They've never seen somebody as white as you. <laughs> they were like, "Dad, if that kid was at school, we'd beat him up." <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry. Uh, to, to the Obama family, your kids are probably not bullies. <laughs> I know Obama's a big fan of the show. But Matt is very white.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was right about that. Uh, Sean, was next? If you could choose one age to be forever, what age would it be and why?
3: 21. So I'm old enough to drink, but young enough to drink all night.
1: So I think
4: i go 25 for that. Yeah, I was going to say like 26. It's like
1: 25, 26 in that range because... Not that it's exclusively about drinking, but let's start with the drinking. Um, <laughs> like, a good place to start. At the point, at that point, you've had a couple of years of drinking experience at minimum. If you're if you're the kind of person who wants to drink, and you, but you also presumably have like a job of some sort. You're you're bringing in some money. You're not like you don't have to go for like the bottom of the barrel, like real crummy beer or liquor or or wine or whatever it is uh, if for your drinking on the weekends. But you also still have that youthful vigor to stay up all night and drink so it's like you're in the sweet spot for all of that you're in the sweet spot for for partying i think for you're in the sweet yeah. spot for you know you're still like a young professional up and coming and everything like that so like you you've got you're you're not as rambunctious and maybe not as immature as you were when you were 18 19 20 you know you're in your your schooling years Uh yeah, I will go with that because it's it's not that it's downhill from there necessarily physically uh but but excuse me physically it's pretty much all downhill from there um but like but you eventually appreciate other things that you don't appreciate at the age of twenty five but I will say for purely like hedonistic purposes twenty five is twenty five and
4: your brain is finished developing at twenty five so you're not fucking with anything. you can do drugs or whatever <laughs> if you no, have no already <laughs> no issues with
1: long term development at that point you can have your first toke <laughs> <laughs> ever
4: for sure for sure yeah I'd,
0: I'd probably say 24 25 for the all of the same reasons yeah but also uh, 24 and 25 is like right before i started putting on more weight mm. so it's just like not only is my like <laughs> drinking game at a peak oh, yeah. peak efficiency mm-hmm. But also my waistline was at like almost an all time low. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: clothes are cheaper, clothes fit better, and yeah. all that shit. You're just beasting a whole bunch of uh, like Burnett's vodka and still not putting on a pound. I also know. had significantly more hair
0: on the top of my head. Mm. Well. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Significantly yeah. more Yeah that, man That Look.
3: little pause It depends on your definition yeah, of Sign- Significant
1: I the, definitely the, had A receding hairline But I was okay With where it was at <laughs> At that point The other thing about 24-25 is your eyesight still pretty good Whereas at 31 32 You get pretty selective uh, My eyesight's still great <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, 24 is also When my wife and I Started dating So uh, oh. we'll know that as well So yeah. it hit it's- All the right points At age 24 Everything Everything came together For old Kaz over here rich uh
3: like i was thinking like 27 28 because around then i actually had motivation to get out and do stuff and like oh. i was actively losing weight at the time and like i i think i dropped about close to 40 50 pounds mm-hmm. and then stopped
2: mm-hmm.
3: at one point so like around then would be nice to be able to have that motivation and energy again so i could not be 350 pounds anymore wait
1: a but- 24 also were you that motivated at age 24 or did no. that ha- that
3: cha- it, it, it didn't i didn't like start trying to lose weight till late 20s okay so oh. like 24 i was probably about the same weight as i am now
1: gotcha okay so we're, so it seems like the range is like 24 25 up to about age 27 28 so mid 20s mid 20s yeah. yeah so so for those of you out there who are still have this upcoming or in the midst of it Dude, get out there. Have it, fun. Enjoy your life. It yeah. only gets worse. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> it's, it gets harder anyway. I've
1: been rubbing my elbow off and on for like the past three hours because I I because I have my PT appointment tomorrow for my neck for the pain that's shooting down my left arm. Uh, How's your back? Buckle in. Oh, my back's awesome, Tim. Uh, <laughs> definitely has been bothering me for 18 years, but more specifically for the past two weeks.
4: Yeah. I had a Charlie. I, enjoy horse... Enjoy your twenties. I had a Charlie horse two
3: weeks ago, yeah. and I still feel it. <laughs> I drank, I drank, I drank three ciders, and I'm starting to get a hangover. Yeah, like
0: yeah, I'll get a hangover over of two beers. Like I won't
1: even get drunk. Yeah, but I will have a hangover the next day. For yeah, sure. and it's horseshit. I have actually had so I, I had this happen a couple weeks ago. Um, there was actually so usually on Friday nights I'll 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 cook after work and then I'll. Usually, I'll enjoy like a glass of bourbon or something like that, and I'll wake up the next morning with a slight headache uh, because I had I, I had I deigned to have any alcohol over the age of thirty. Uh, and there was one weekend where I was like, you know what, I I gotta get up and get some stuff done tomorrow. I'm not going to drink, and I still woke up with a headache because my my body was just expecting me to be hungover, and my body's like, get, getting ready. It's like, all right, here's your Saturday morning headache, Dick. <laughs>
0: yes, yesterday's pool party is probably a great example. Mm. I was there for probably we got there. Just after four, so I was there for maybe five hours. I had five beers, yeah, and most of them were in the first couple hours, yeah, and one Jello shot, yeah, and I definitely had a fucking headache this morning
1: when I woke up. I had a Jello shot, two Michelob uh, uh, Ultras, it's like light beer, and then like a Yangling, I think was my my overall alcohol input. Didn't wake up. It was like it wasn't like a throbbing hangover, but, but it was, it was like, there. It was there. That's the thing. Yeah. It doesn't need to be crazy,
0: but that's the upside. Is yeah. Because I don't drink nearly as much as I used to, I don't have, like, oh, my God, this is the worst hangover ever. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I can drink significantly less, and still, like, there's something there the next morning. I'm just like, It's a more predictable dammit.
1: hangover. It's a more predictable range of drinking. Uh, yeah.
3: Also, in your 30s, you get six- Pour, month Pouring
1: out for our drinking primes. Yeah.
3: You also get six-month hangovers like this guy did.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> Listen. Pretty sure that was just stress. Mm-hmm. And th- that's the other worst part about getting older. I just bury all of my stress. Mm-hmm. It used to be fine. Yeah. Now, I just get migraines. Now, it's yeah. all in my traps. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, there's like certain situations that I know I'm stressed. And I'm like, oh, I'm surprised mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. And then the next day, I have a fucking horrible migraine. And mm-hmm. like we tracked it a little bit. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, I was dealing with a lot of stress that I thought I was healthily dealing with. Turns out I wasn't.
1: <laughs> nope. Uh, Sean, what is our next question? And how many do we have left? Three. Oh, okay. Let's keep going.
4: Name one thing that you're willing to spend more money on to make sure that you have the best quality.
0: Computer components.
4: There's uh, Frisbees for me. I spend a little bit more money to get like one that'll last a little bit longer. Because hmm. that is a problem. Because I hit a lot of trees. Trees.
1: Probably Mike's. Like audio equipment, like I, I, there are there are lower quality. So we are using four like Mirei, and not like these are like the microphones that we're using are not like you know this isn't top of the line like you know if you drop these like the the fibers inside are destroyed and you'll never be able to use them the same mm-hmm. way again. But like they're, they're 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 I went a slightly higher grade of microphone with these because I'm like I want these to have I want condenser microphones I want these to be good mm-hmm. audio components I will buck up a little bit more to make sure I've got something that I'm going to like like. The, the the USB microphones that we use during the pandemic. I I want nice. I want I want good high audio fidelity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why our audio fidelity is always perfect here on the Brosé podcast. It is
4: wild how good. Like I think the quality of the show that we put out is not to toot our own horn. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's
1: good. It yeah. sounds
4: good, man. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: yeah we, we have we have our moments. We have our peaks and everything like that. But I is it's bizarre. That's one thing that that's interesting is like I think the the premium that people put on like audio quality, whether it's podcast or video, is at an all time low because people are just like, yo, if we just record this Zoom and then like compress it and put it online, that's a podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like I I appreciate the the higher amount of effort that we put into this. Yeah. So and that's what yeah. I will buck up
4: for when I and when I hear myself, I don't feel like cringy because no. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's what I sound like. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: pristine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little, good. It, it adds that extra bass that we like. Test, ca- yeah, d- d- drop all our bass as possible. <laughs> like, I, just crank up the low end as much as possible during the next like couple of seconds, just to drive the point home. <laughs> a uh, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, feel I like- see trees are green. I'm I'm half
0: expecting
3: Tess to just jump
0: in and be like, no. As you're saying this, and then just cut out. I'm expecting her to turn us into, like, the chipmunks. Yeah, I was going to say, just
3: specifically
1: hike us all up an octave and a half. Uh, Rich, Uh, what's something you're willing to buck up for?
3: uh, Same as you, like, audio tech equipment and things like that. During the pandemic, when I was out of a job and wasn't sure, I spent my most money on getting a good mic and headphone system so that we could record properly and have, like, like the mic I use at home, I have the volume on my PC set all the way to zero and it still picks up and it picks up perfectly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and it'll pick up things all the way in the kitchen, 20 feet away from me. So it's just, right. yeah, it's audio tech equipment are like, I need those to be the best. There you go. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Anything else? Nah.
1: Let's keep it going. Then Sean, what's next?
4: What's the best thing that's happened to you so far this week? This week. Mm-hmm. so got the last seven days It's the best thing that happened to me in the last seven days hmm. i got all of my work done like all of so i don't have anything to stress about this weekend which is so it's just such a like nice feeling to go into the weekend being like i don't have to worry about anything mm-hmm. everything is done mm-hmm. i'm not going to pick up anything where i left off on monday yeah just solid that's good
1: that's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. It's probably work-related as well. Like, I think I don't know if this is the best thing that happened to me, but it's something that's come to mind. Uh, there, was a, there was a particular uh, deal that I was working that was like a problem deal. I've been working out for it with back and forth with 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 my boss and with the sales partner and everything like that for weeks and got it done. And it's just satisfying because it's like it was something that was. I would wake up in the morning and be like, oh, i got to deal with this shit. I'm I, I, I going to have to fix this. I'm going to have an email waiting for me this morning when I log in. And It was nice to have it taken care of. Like just finally got it, got it done, got everything I needed to done on it, and like what, whatever field you're in, whether that's it's you know finance or or you know sales or whatever, just have like something that's been lingering and, and sticking in your craw for weeks. Just hey, I don't have to touch this anymore. I'm done with it. It's 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 a very nice feeling. Tim,
0: honestly, I'd probably say the party yesterday.
1: Party is also a good one uh,
0: for uh, for Dave Forget's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because it's like woo
1: party, yeah! Shot, uh, shot, shot, uh, shot, 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 shot.
0: There was also that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 when I getting ready for this whole move, it's like yeah, I'm moving away from everything I like have ever known or most of my life, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of big changes. It's like yeah, I'm gonna miss people. And I register that on some sort of emotional level, but at the same time, I was like, "Eh, but they'll be fine," because I just like sell my, I sell my value in other people's minds so short, mm. and like just so such a low sense of self value. But like just talking to everybody and seeing everybody and like their reactions to the news and like being able to f- essentially physically be able to feel like what that is doing to other people, just like. I wouldn't say made me feel better because this is still borderline heartbreaking, but also like it it gave me a better sense of self value and what I mean to the people that mean so much to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's probably the best thing I've had so far.
1: I'm going to revise my answer to that as well because it's also, um, it is the it is the first I think it's the first real like party party. That I've been to post pandemic, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I, we, I've gotten together with with family. Uh, well, I guess that's, that's right. I went to one family gathering uh, when I it was like I just I was before I was fully inoculated. and I masked up the entire time, uh, but uh, but this is the first like friend gathering I think I've been to since all everything happened last year. So it was a good one, and it was good mm-hmm. to see everybody, see everybody's face. Everybody was like, like everybody was just in great spirits, because it was just like, yo, humans! Uh, so I, I will revise my answer to that as well, because it was a great time. Yeah. How about you, Rich? Uh,
3: the party yesterday and hanging out with you bros today really, like... Spe- like uh, this is going to probably sound a little weird, but getting to the party and also leaving the party and just hugging everybody high and bye, because... I've been touch starved for the past year and a half. Like, mm. I don't get hugs. I don't, like... Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> no. But, like, it was just... It was nice to, like, just get those hugs from friends and just, like, it was... I, I enjoyed it. It was nice. So, Timmy, like...
1: don't touch me there. This is my <laughs> private square. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going that low, but I can. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh,
3: Yeah, it was, like, it was just... It was nice seeing everyone. Nice being able to hang with you bros all this morning. And, like, it was just... It's needed because life outside of you guys in the friend group can be stressful and frustrating and annoying. And like, you guys settle it all down and bring me back to a nice, like, middle point to high point.
1: It settles you socially. Like, yeah. it absolutely is like socially. When you talk about socially adjusted, yeah. we're not talking about like, oh, this person's not socially adjusted because they're a maniac. Like, it's, 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 humans are designed to yeah. interact with people face to face, in person, mm-hmm. like, you know in one form or fashion and doing it electronically is, is a nice it's a fine alternative if need be but it's not the same exactly yeah. just like going to a concert it's
0: not the same Oh yeah, like, watching I can watch, it or listening to it you gotta be there
1: yeah it's a, I can watch a billion live streams of, of whatever band that I like but it's not gonna be the same as like being you know in the you know being in the back with a beer at the at the Franklin Music Hall, <laughs> or mm-hmm. uh, or the Fillmore, or something like that. It's gonna be, it's, it's different. It's just it's just different. Or, yeah. or
0: lifting somebody up for crowd surfing at the uh, the uh, and, and Yeah,
1: that's why I lifted the, you the up. The TLA at the TLA. Yeah, uh, passing you up during uh, during the destabilize at the TLA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right right along the edge of the mosh pit, so I got
0: trapped and can, didn't get very far. And he's
4: gone, <laughs> and I'm back. <laughs>
1: uh, Sean, what's our last question?
4: Our last question it's is so D.
1: Question.
4: do you like old-fashioned calendars or do you save all your events digitally and why
1: i used to have a desk calendar at work i don't really keep it anymore i pretty much put everything in my phone it's just easier i can set reminders i don't have to like remember to look at it because if i if it's set on a regular traditional calendar my eyes will glaze. if i even if i have an important date circled on it my eyes will eventually glaze over, it and I'll just become part of the scenery. So I won't remember, like, "Oh shit, this is the day you know that reports due" or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted my phone. All right, this is the day I have an appointment, and I have to leave early. I I wanted my phone. So I'm I'm pure digital at this point.
0: That that's kind of largely how I am, and it. But also, for certain things like the physical seems to work better. It's also largely annoying. It's how do I manage the planning of both my and uh, Martha's life, Mm -hmm. and the coinciding things that we both need to be present for. Google calendars, baby. And the consistent shifting back between both things, because suddenly one won't work, because one of us is not paying attention to it. Uh Oh. (laughs) Uh, And it's like, what do you you mean you just planned a thing for us to do all these? We have these five things to do that day. Mm. Oh, well, we need to cancel all of them no well it's too much of a hassle for me to Mm -hmm. go back to the people and like try and reschedule Mm. i don't care (laughs) you're the one who fucked this up you're the one who needs to fix this
1: now can we have the washer dryer downstairs if you need to get some of this dirty laundry clean (laughs) Uh, yo don't get me started on laundry that's a totally different thing (laughs) god damn it this has been the Aryan
0: grievances with tim hansen yeah, no, but like even when we have a physical calendar, like for the upcoming move, we have I had to go get a physical calendar because I was trying to set this up digitally, and apparent, and that was just causing too much stress, uh, and or like lack of communication, lack of visibility of being able to put the next three weeks into perspective, and it's just like all right, then I got this physical thing. And, like, somehow that helped but also made it worse.
1: Mm. I'm like, all right, well, then I give up.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Sean, are you traditional calendar or team digital?
4: Um, I'm digital calendar for big for big things like remembering the kids, uh, their doctor's appointments and things like that. But I like to have, like, a day-to-day uh, workbook that I can cross things off of. Cause that makes me feel, it helps me to put everything in perspective. Cause if I have just this idea of everything I need to do, I can't get anything done. Mm. So I need, I need, I need to write down every single thing individually that I need to do and then give it importance, like a rating of importance on like one to 10 and then go through. So I, I need still that physical calendar, but for, um, for like bigger events, like mm-hmm. things that are like annual things. I okay. put it in my calendar and have a reminder. I like, I do that for therapy. I have therapy the same time every single week. Mm-hmm. And I would forget if I didn't have it in my phone. Right, Like if I didn't have a 10 minutes before them going like, Hey, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. got to meet with your therapist.
1: Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, the, uh, the important stuff. Like, oh, yeah, I have an appointment tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. My therapist helpfully reminds me, even though I put it in my calendar. Yeah,
4: I get a, I get an email from him or yeah. a text message that's like, don't forget. Yeah. yeah. Her's always, I fully have forgotten.
1: I like my th- therapist, but she always taglines it with, uh, looking forward to seeing you then. I'm like, I'll fucking bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you do. <laughs> don't lie to me. <laughs> I just see you and I see money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I look, look. I, I'm not paying you to... to present falsehoods to me every week (laughs) Mm -hmm. rich uh digital or traditional calendar uh
3: i like having a calendar on my wall even though i don't fill it out because i put everything digital Mm -hmm. like that's i like the aesthetic of having the calendar filled out or not i like having the calendar up on the wall Mm -hmm. but i will use a digital calendar because it'll send me the reminders the day before or an hour before or whatever Mm -hmm. like i have a daily alarm for 10 o'clock at night to take my like nighttime medicine whatever and I still forget to take it sometimes it's just I need that extra alarm
1: sometimes you do yeah I mean for for the important stuff to to wake up or yeah like oh yeah
3: oh, that's, that's yeah, oh, oh yeah it is it is 745 and I need to get to work at eight
1: incidentally the really important stuff is the stuff I won't put on the counter because I'm like I can't possibly forget this <laughs> and of course I immediately forget it yeah <laughs> cancel the subscription that I have a trial for No, every single time every time <laughs> Uh, those are all the questions, correct? John.
4: That's every question. Anyone with a closing thought or a
1: take? I
3: I can make a statement.
1: Go ahead, make a <laughs> statement. <laughs> is that a thought or a take? Yeah, it's, it's a
3: statement. It's a statement. Uh, it's because I I I thought about bringing up I a callback to a take I might have had. I can't remember if I talked about it back then. I'm not going to call back to it because I want today to be a happy day. And guys, this is the end of our 50th session. Mm-hmm. It is. We couldn't have done this without a the listeners, a the listener submissions, and most definitely Mary O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I want to throw a like thank you to the listeners, but most especially a thank you to Mary for dealing with us for the past fifty sessions <laughs> and putting together these questions. Mm-hmm. Mary does so much work for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to make it happen. Yeah, and, and we wouldn't be here without her. Mm-hmm. So, like. Thank you to everyone who pays attention and listens, but most especially, thank you to Mary for all the extra work you do free, free. of charge. Mm-hmm.
1: Free and, of
4: charge. And it's not even on the show. And no. It, you're not on the show. <laughs> no. you, you send In a, her defense,
1: he- would have zero interest in being on the show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, I, I, no, knowing Mary's like, no, 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 no. She's like, <laughs> you
0: guys are idiots. Why, yeah. Why would I want to be on the well, show? Why do I want to yeah.
1: sit here and just correct your bullshit for four and a half hours every yeah. three weeks? But no, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I, great, great call.
3: Yeah, it's just we, like... I'm so grateful for everyone for listening and I'm so grateful for Mary for dealing with us and also mm-hmm. Jenna for letting us record here and deal mm-hmm. with our bullshit sometimes till 11, 12, 1 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: there are definitely times when, when Jenna's had to work late and she like gets in she's like,
4: you're still doing this? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Upstairs in the house. So, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah.
4: So, thank you to the spouses for indulging us. Mm-hmm.
1: Mucho appreciato. And Tim, uh, again, you're not going anywhere as far as our podcast is concerned. Um, but again, this is this is the last one you'll be living in the tri-state area for, uh, and uh, I, I say I'll be on behalf of the Bros and for, for myself personally, it's gonna be a bummer, man. It's gonna be a bit of a bummer. Like I, I, you, I've I've known you forever as as from for my entire adult life and two thirds of my whole life at this point. Uh, you have always been within uh, 60 miles of my my present location. If you make me cry, I'm gonna punch you in the dick. Make the, me cry. This is a making. If you punch me in the dick, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> uh, well, I don't care if you cry. So um, no, but ge- ge- genuinely, like you, you've you're uh, you're the the, the closer The combination of, of Closeness and longevity, we, we alluded to it in an earlier session uh, w- with you, it has, has no parallel in, in my life. And uh, the fact that we've been able to maintain a relationship uh, for as long as we have uh, through myriad changes in both of our lives, both of our personalities and everything like that is uh, is not something that I take for granted. Uh, and it is something that's going to be unfortunate that you're not right around the corner for. Uh, but you're always going to be remote. You are going to be uh, much closer to the Outer Banks, which is something that I'm going to appreciate greatly. As I've never been. To. Dude, go to the Outer Banks. It's, it's, <laughs> it's an absolute it's blast. You and Martha are going to have a great time. Go rent a place down there. Jen and I will join you because Jenna fucking loves the Outer Banks. Good deal. Are, are um, we just
3: going to have a family gathering, like family, birthday, family gathering to dude, the Outer Banks? Dude, dude. and? Record a, se- a session, dude. I can think of nothing better. <laughs> Rose than vacation, hunkering
1: down, avoiding a hurricane, and going to the Outer Banks. Is that, yeah, is yeah, that, yeah, is yeah. that um, a tax
3: write-off? Because it's like business. I don't like, think it's a tax. <laughs> file like
0: a we would have problem. to
1: be monetized first. Yeah, yeah. we got to pay for incorporation. And that's gonna like quintuple our our costs for this show, <laughs> yeah. and destroy our listener base. It absolutely will. Um, but but this is a great move for you. Best of luck. Mm. I'm gonna miss you having having you around. Uh, but we're gonna come down and visit. Martha already found some concerts uh, that she wants us to go to like rally for. Uh yeah, she and found is... a coheed concert. <laughs> yeah, like before she's even gonna be down there. Um congratulations. I miss you, buddy. Um, love you very much. And uh yeah. It's it. See it's, it's the end of an era. Hold on, let me, let me cut this real quick. Very important that I queue up the appropriate... <laughs> you... Yeah, get the right music. Which one? This. Yeah, hold on which one Uh, no that's not the right one uh there's only there's only one song that i could possibly play for for Oh, okay yeah all right well since we're playing my my my
0: my song yeah uh thank you guys Mm -hmm. for everything you guys have been the bestest of bros Mm -hmm. and recording in person is always a 100 different experience from recording online so i hate that the pandemic uh, had robbed us of those many opportunities and even though I lived far away there was still the <laughs> air quotes far away yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there was and I would have to call in like there was always the opportunity to come physically do this in person and yeah. though this change in my locale will make that a an impossibility or at least an extreme rarity uh, you guys are still amazing and I love you all and I'm gonna shut up because it's shut up because that course is gonna hit exactly.
1: Copyright strike. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. All right. Yeah, it's, Who cares? It's, it's, it's one of those like de- like gigantic licensing yeah.
0: things. But uh, the running theme with Brosé: love the people you love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't be a douche. Hell oh, yeah, man. Don't be stupid. And be smart about being stupid.
1: Always. And people want to find you on Twitter spouting more of that uh, wisdom, Tim. Where can they find you?
0: At Tim R. Hansen.
1: How about you, Sean?
3: At, hey, it's SOB. And you, Rich. At B underscore walnuts.
1: You can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M K A S -S 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 Z N E L. The podcast is on Twitter at brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show. Anywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold, whatever state you're in, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. As always, a huge thanks to Mary O'Brien, who does compile our questions week in and week out. Uh, To Tess Riley, who edits our podcast. To Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook uh, or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. And you can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, Let's do some plugs. Rich, what's going on with you these days?
3: Uh, Come check out my Twitch stream, uh, Monday through Thursday, (laughs) 7 to 10, twitch.tv, slash B underscore walnuts. I play video games of all sorts, sometimes with Matt, sometimes with Tim, most times by myself. Uh, but you can also check out the OneQuest podcasting network, where we've got PodQuest, the weekly nerd talk show, as well as the upcoming uh, bonus action, a tabletop podcast, where me, Sean, and a bunch of other friends are going to be playing some D&D.
1: You don't just do D&D, though, Sean. You also throw Frisbees. I
4: throw Frisbees at OB disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, OB underscore disc golf.
1: And Tim we got some friends over out uh, in the great state of Oregon, at the uh, Gene and Greg of the Anchor Persons Podcast. Tell us about them.
0: Greg and Gene bringing you the not super relevant, but also hilarious and entertaining news that you didn't know you needed. Hmm. Uh, if you're a person who hates news shows, this is a great news show by people who hate news shows. Hmm. Estonian sports, other sports that are just fucking hilarious and you never knew existed, but absolutely want to go pro at now. Hmm. Uh, food Crimes weird spanish art restoration what's the connection between uh panda expresses uh corporate guidelines for employee involvement and going into a bookstore and that smell of bookstore makes you feel comfortable that you really <laughs> need to shit what's the combination of those two things i've often thought that and i'm glad that they're around to tell me <laughs> Pretty sure that was a story like three months ago. If but, it's not, Greg and Gene free pitch. Uh, they're they're also like my brother husbands because of uh, polygamy. It's a thing, but Such also a not a strange thing. relationship. But, uh, show. <laughs> yeah, give give give
1: my uh, brother husbands a listen because they're great. Greg and Gene Person uh, of the Anchor Persons podcast. You can still find them at personinpersonshow.com, dot uh, but Anchor Persons uh, is available on all major podcasting platforms. That's it, guys. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. bye, bye. bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Mm. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid.